0: Welcome into Devore Darkens Live. What's going on, everyone? What is going on? It's Friday. We're blessed. We're alive. So many good things to share. So many good things to talk about, of course. And um, this is going to be a special show today. I always like to set those intentions. I always like to, I always want to do these shows in a way that I know somebody's going to hear this and they're going to say, man, um, wow. This is exactly what I needed to hear today. Okay. Uh, now we've had a great week, um, on this podcast. I've gotten, I want to say double the amount of listeners this week, which has been crazy. Um, I expect it. I'm, I'm grateful for it, of course. So if you're just catching us for the very first time, you're trying to figure out what this is all about. This podcast is all about helping you get what you want in your life. That is what this podcast is all about. And the way that we do that is teaching you how to think, not telling you what to think, but teaching you how to think. Uh, the other part to it, is getting you to discover your purpose and finally step into that because life becomes very simple when you are living your purpose. Now, the only way you're going to do that is you got to make some changes with your mindset. You got to change the way that you think you have to. Let me get people on my, on the Instagram going here, guys. You have to change the way that you think. Um, if you don't change the way that you think, your life's not going to change. It'll stay the same. That's the way that it works. So you have to change the way that you think. Let's see here. Add uh, title. Hit the live button here. All right, I think we're good now. Let's see here. I want to make sure my people on Instagram can hear me. They should be able to. All right. Put my headphones on. So that's how we help you get what you want out of life. You're going to have to change the way that you think. This is why understanding mindset is everything. Nothing new, of course. I think we're in a time today on in society where mindset is definitely a topic. Manifestation, manifestation is definitely a topic. You know, trying to find those extra little uh, things that you can do to better your life. I, I'm so grateful to be alive today because this stuff is not taboo anymore. You got to think back a back hundred years ago, this was not a topic for people. So our grandparents, our parents really did not get the gift of being able to share this with you. So that's why I'm very grateful to be here every morning, Monday through Friday, and help you get what you want out of life. Now, what are we really talking about today? Well, we are going to be talking about how do you start to change your fundamental way of thinking? How? What is the first step to doing that? What is the first step to changing the way that you think? Because to change your life, you're going to have to change your mindset. You've seen an abundance of books. You've seen uh, or listened to podcasts. You've watched YouTube videos. What do you think everybody's telling you? We're all saying the same thing. You become what you think about. The thoughts that you internalize, the thoughts that you dominantly allow To run through in your mind over and over and over again. Those are the thoughts. That's who you become. So everybody's saying the same thing, whether you are a person who follows Bruce Lipton, where he talks about how your environment impacts the cells in your body. And if you don't change your environment and you don't understand how to think, you're always going to be controlled by your environment. Or maybe you listen to Tony Robbins, where he keeps it really simple. Oh, maybe maybe you like listening to uh Jim Rome. Uh maybe you like listening to uh Joe Dispenza. Maybe you follow Abraham Hicks. Maybe you listen to Rhonda Byrne. Maybe you read Think Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. It doesn't matter. Maybe you maybe you love Bob Proctor. Everybody is saying the same thing. You become what you think about. The thoughts that you get emotionally involved in, the thoughts that are on repeat over and over and over again is who you become. Now, you can change that, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Because obviously nobody, after you get to a certain age, you start to realize that, hey, this is not the way I wanted my life to turn out. This is not what I had envisioned for myself. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're finally seeing the light and you're saying, hey, you know what? What you've been told uh, is not necessarily the truth. And so what do you do? How do you reconcile all that? What do you do when you're in a position where you know your mindset is weak? You know you don't have any discipline. You know you're all over the place and you know your results are not changing, what do you do? You got to go back to the very fundamental thing that's causing this in the first place. That is how you think. Not necessarily what you think, but how you think. And we're going to get into the very first step to changing that today. Now, before I go any further... I'm in America. I live in California. Today is Veterans Day. So you know I got to shout out all my veterans. I'm a veteran myself. The veterans I definitely want to shout out are the people who came before I did. So any veteran who served before 2000, uh, we're talking the veterans that are still alive from WW2, Vietnam, Desert Storm, all of these people. They never really get enough credit. I always want to, every time I see somebody from that era or any of those eras, I always have so much gratitude for those people because those people had to sacrifice and do things that my era of military did not have to do. When I served in the military, guys, I mean, this is when Congress and all of the rules and safety was a top priority. Before 2000, safety was never a top priority. Um, you know, food was not really a top priority. There was no taking a break. Um, so I, I'm very grateful for the people who served before I did because not only did they never have any support, um, they did not have the same benefits. They did not get the same recognition and they definitely did not have the same, um, of even internal support. So I'm very grateful for those individuals Um, And even that doesn't mean I'm not grateful for people who are currently serving today. See, the one thing about the military, and this is why I'm I would be on the side of people that would say, if you're coming out of high school, I really think you would benefit by serving in the military for just two years. You don't have to serve 20 years. You don't have to serve five or 10. But I do feel there's some benefit to that because. One, you're going to have a paradigm shift because you're going to get to see that the world life is bigger than the city you grew up in. You're going to finally get exposed to a bigger idea, something bigger than you, which is serving for your country. And now this doesn't even matter what country you're from. And sure we would all agree to this. Um, and you learn certain things. You learn how there's different personalities from different walks of life, from all corners of the earth and how, People can truly come together and become a team. You do see that in the military. Um, So I I think there's some benefit to it. I just don't think uh, I wouldn't be a person that recommends somebody to make it a career. But I do think being exposed to it is a good thing. So anyways, shouting out to the military, all the veterans out there. Very grateful. People currently serving, very grateful. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, somebody's got to serve. And so I, that's how I feel about law enforcement and firefighters and nurses. Somebody's got to do the job, you know? And if we didn't have those people, well, I think you guys know what happened, right? We wouldn't get the help we really need or the support we really need or the protection that we need. So, uh, very grateful for the veterans out there. All right. So having said that, um, what is the first step to changing the way that you think? That's what we're talking about today. What is the first step to changing the way that you think? And why would you want to do that? Well, I gave you guys a story yesterday about my wife. My wife is a business owner. She sells her own eco-friendly and zero-waste products. She has an e-commerce store. Uh, she's doing at least 30 a month. To the last time I checked, I was, we talked about her story yesterday. The only reason why I was bringing up her story was to bring the point home about how it's not what you think, it's how you think. My wife has always had this abundance mentality. She's never thought for a second that there was competition. She's never thought that there wasn't enough people. She never thought that, oh, the economy or the recession or there's inflation and now my business is going to fail. Never thinks that way. She only sees abundance in her business. This is how she thinks. Well, I was saying that yesterday because there's a a competitor or not even a competitor, someone who sells the same products that she does. That's local as well, but does not think that way. You know how that person thinks? They think from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack. And sure enough, they struggle in their business. Sure enough, they're not making the same amount of money. Sure enough, they don't have the same success. Why? Because it's how that person is thinking. And through all walks of life, doesn't matter where you are, where you're from, who you are, you will always be able to observe this between people. If you can always find two people doing the same thing, I'm talking about they're taking the same actions, they have the same job or the same business, they sell the same products or provide the same service. One is super successful, the other is not. Why? Because it's not about what they think, it's how they think. That's the true difference. So that's why it begs the question, well, DeVore, how should a person change the way that they think? How how should a person start thinking if they want to change their life, if you want to change your life, if you want to improve things, if you want to have more mental freedom, if you want to enjoy your life and not go through these days of, Anxiety, stress, holding on to grudges, getting into arguments with people, being controlled by the outside, not really experiencing happiness, not really uh, experiencing gratitude and what life has to offer. If you're a person who's struggling to have any consistency with that, it's because it's how you think. It's because of how you think. So as I go through this today... Make sure that you take out your notepad and you write some notes down. Why is that? Because I'm going to give you some steps too. Why do you need to write some things down? Why should you truly listen to this with an open mind and a heart? Why should you get emotion involved in all this? Because I repeat this constantly because repetition is the key to you learning something here. Just because you have knowledge does not mean anything. That's only potential power. Knowledge doesn't mean anything until you take that knowledge and you organize it into a plan of action. And you work that plan of action towards a definite end, a goal, a purpose. So even though you guys have heard, and I'm going to say it again, you've heard about mindset, you've heard change your thoughts, think more positively. You know, do affirmations. You've heard all this. I get that. It doesn't mean anything if you're not organizing that information into a plan of action, applying that plan of action to a definite end, a goal, and a purpose. So as I go through this today, think about how can you apply this? What type of plan of action can you put into place to apply what we're talking about here? Because knowledge is only potential power. When you start to apply knowledge then you really start to get the power out of it. And it's got to be organized. It's got to be made simple for yourself. You got to have a practical plan, not something that's complicated. Don't make this complicated on yourself. And this is why I often encourage people to stop trying to buy a thousand personal development books. You don't need to, you don't need a hundred books to change your life. If you were to just choose one book on your shelf and just choose one page in that book and read that page for the next 30 to 90 days, I guarantee your life is going to change. It will get better. It will improve. Why does it work this way? Why is it that you were not told this in school? It's very simple because they don't teach you how to study in school. They only teach you to gather knowledge, not apply it. They don't teach you how to take the knowledge, organize it into a plan of action. And and apply it. That's not what we learn in school. You know this. They just do enough to get you to memorize the information, pass the test, and keep moving. That's why people don't know anything. Just because they have a PhD, just because they came out of college, doesn't mean anything. Where it really counts is your ability to think for yourself. If you do not learn how to think... It doesn't matter the amount of education that you have. It doesn't matter the amount of numbers or letters at the end of your name. That will not define your happiness in life. That will not define your ability to cultivate healthy relationships. That really won't have any impact on your ability to apply financial literacy. I was talking to my brother just to beat this down so people really get it in the back. I was talking to my brother. He owns a financial uh, literacy company. He does credit repair and he services uh, counties and individuals on welfare with financial literacy. He was talking to uh, someone who's going to be doing business with. This is a lady who uh, is an accountant. Or um, excuse me. She's an engineer. Her husband is an accountant and they both have terrible credit. Now these are individuals that people would say, "Oh my god, these people are educated." You got an engineer, you've got an accountant, they're married, they make they and both of them combine are probably pulling in 200 to 300k a year. How could you have bad credit? I keep trying to tell you guys this. General knowledge is not the answer in life. You have to understand specialized knowledge. You've got to get that knowledge and organize it and make it a part of you. Turn it into a habit. These individuals are ignorant when it comes to financial literacy. They don't know. And guess what? I know this to be true because that was me. I didn't know. Because they don't teach you that in school. They don't. It's an afterthought. It's kinda like, let's check the the box on that. It's not like part of a, it's not a priority. Hey, you can't go to the next grade unless you prove you understand financial literacy. That does not exist in the education system. So what's the point? The point is this. um, If you don't change how you're thinking, your thoughts, if you don't get in control of that, how are you going to improve anything in your life? And we're going to get into the very first step that you should be taking to do that. But all around the world you'll see, in your community, maybe even in your family, at work, Um, your colleagues, acquaintances, you'll always catch people who are very smart, very intelligent, very accomplished, according to society, very educated. But when you look at their results, it doesn't add up. Why? Because it's like Napoleon Hill said, an educated person is not a person who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is a person who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they can get whatever they want out of life without violating the rights of others. That means that's a person who knows how to think, focus on what they want, and don't stop until they get it. That's an educated person. An educated person can walk in a room and bring people together, solve a problem, An an educated person can rise above the chaos and the negativity and see the bigger picture and move in that direction. An educated person can look in the mirror and take responsibility and know, hey, you know what? I need to improve in this area of my life. I'm going to go do that. And they do it. A true educated person knows who they are. They get what they want out of life. And in some cases... You have an abundance of educated people who do not have PhDs. They do not have college degrees. They barely even graduated high school. There's a disconnect, people. You have not been told the right information. You've been told if you get trade A's in high school, then you go to college, you get trade A's again, that when you get out, you'll get a great job. That's not the truth. Now, unless, now let me give some context, because I know some people, they take the words very literally, unless you're going to medical school, unless you're becoming a lawyer, of course, attorney, unless you're getting into a field that you know is specialized knowledge, like a nurse, an RN. But even then, I've had clients time and time again come to me and tell me they've spent the last five years, six years, eight years. Getting an education only to realize that that's not what they really want to do. Only to realize that that the profession that they're in does not serve them, does not make them happy, does not really leave them with that fulfilling uh, experience. So, guys, I know you, you've heard this stuff a thousand times. I know you listen to audiobooks. I know you watch YouTube videos. I know you got all the books. I know... That you know of what I'm talking about. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to challenge you to see if do you truly understand what you know? Are you applying what you know? Because that right there will create the transformation in your life. So if you're an individual listening right now and you don't understand, and how do you know that you don't understand? Look at your behavior. Does your behavior show that you understand how to think for yourself? Does your behavior show that you're living your purpose in life? Does your behavior show that you are continually growing, that you are getting rid of bad habits and adopting new ones? Are you uh, reevaluating your belief system? Are you changing your environment? Are you doing bigger and better things? If your behavior doesn't show that, that means you don't understand the information that you have. And so this is what this show is all about, is helping you take what you already know and start doing it. And the only way that's going to happen is by changing the way that you think. So, the reference for today, guys, will be coming from The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Uh, this is an author that would be known as one of the probably greatest spiritual or spirituality uh, authors of his time. He's got plenty of books out there. I would say this is one of two of his top books. This would be one of them. The second would be Feeling is the Secret. But there's a, a particular uh, paragraph that I love reading out of this book, which would be on page 17. And by the way, if you are looking for this particular version of this book, it's in my YouTube description. So if you go over to the YouTube video, you look in the description, you'll see the links to this uh, book. And uh, let me... Make sure I didn't misquote myself because sometimes I have to uh, um, put that in there for you guys. So let me make sure. And while I'm doing that, this is a book that can have a huge impact on you. If you do exactly what I've been instructing you guys to do is choose one book and master that book. Choose one book and do everything you can to understand it and apply it into your life. So let's read this. If you're on YouTube and you don't see the link, you'll have to refresh it, by the way. This is on page uh, 16 and 17, chapter 3, Power of Assumption. He says, to be transformed, and I like relating this to you, to be transformed in your life, To get what you want out of life. To improve your relationships. To better your health. To better your finances. The whole basis of your thinking must change. That's what must happen. But you have to understand this. Your thoughts, the way that you think, cannot change unless... You have new ideas for you think from your ideas. This podcast show is filled with ideas Monday through Friday. Every time I do an episode, I am sharing new ideas with you. You cannot change the way that you think unless you get new information, new ideas, a different point of view on things. The first step to changing the way that you think is understanding the way that you think in the first place. How do you think right now? Are you thinking from a place of fear, scarcity, and lack? Or are you a person who naturally thinks from a place of abundance, faith, and understanding? Polar opposite, by the way. Fear, scarcity, lack, or abundance, faith, and understanding? How do you normally think? Just be honest with yourself. How do you normally think? Let's read it again. Your thoughts cannot change. The way you think cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. Again, I'm communicating an idea with you today that you can change the way that you think, that the first step to doing that. Is you got to look at the way that you think. How do you think? What's your normal way of thinking? What's your normal reaction to things? Is it fear, scarcity, and lack? Or is it abundance, faith, and understanding? Why is this so important to understand is because your transformation will always begin with an intense, burning desire to be transformed. Your transformation, this. This desire to get better results in your life. It's only going to happen if you have an intense burning desire. This means you are emotionally involved. You are getting to the level of feeling obsessed about what you want. This is the key. I went over this, I believe it was on a Friday. Uh, Don't misquote me. Let me tell you the episode number. Because I would recommend you go, You guys go back and listen to it. This would be on November 3rd, which is on a, what was that? Monday, Sunday, I believe that's Thursday, actually, last Thursday. November 3rd, it's called The Secret to Reprogramming Your Subconscious Mind. Uh, I recommend you go listen to that. Because what I'm saying right now, or what Neville Goddard is writing, what he wrote. This would be episode number 72. Um, That nothing is going to change unless you're emotionally involved. Feeling is the secret. That's the key ingredient. You may consciously know what you want. It doesn't mean anything if you're not emotionally involved in it. Think about that. The last big decision that you made, the last big financial investment you made, the last big financial purchase you made, the last big decision you made in your life, it was emotional. A lot of people say, well, you know, I'm a logical person. I guarantee the big decisions you made in your life, they were all emotional. It had to pass through your emotional mind, your, meaning your subconscious mind. So your transformation will only begin when you have an intense burning desire to be transformed. You have to want to change. This is why I say if you start to audit how you think as a person, you can't help but feel dissatisfied. You can't help but feel a little like, you know what, I got to change this. And what happens? You start getting emotional about it. And then you start becoming more motivated and inspired and you have a burning desire to do something about it. This is why Bob Proctor says it best. Having a healthy dissatisfaction is very powerful. With your life, you may achieve success. You may be very grateful for that and you're happy about it. You should be, but that doesn't mean you're satisfied. You can be dissatisfied, which causes you emotionally to say, hey, you know what? I want to go to the next level. I want to go to the next level. Not because you're living your life with lack or you don't have enough, it's because you know you could be better, you know you could do better. You know that. You know you're just starting. You're just scratching the surface. You know you can go farther, faster. You could be stronger. You could be better. You could be happier. You know this. This is why people become dissatisfied. Then they get locked in again. They go up to the next level. They, they make a quantum leap. They do something to change their life. They become a little satisfied and they start to realize oh, I gotta, I gotta get back to it again because your transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. The first step in changing the way that you think or renewing your mind is desire. Is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. And that's the thing. A lot of people are wanting the results without doing the work. There's a there I would say maybe this is the time in our existence where it's at an all-time high of people wanting the outcomes. They want the results, but they don't want to change. And it's not working. And then they, make, they double down by making the mistake of blaming other people, blaming society, blaming the environment, when it's not that. It's you. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. That's how it happens. That's where it starts. So you have to think about this for a second. How do you think as a person normally? What's your normal way of thinking? Is it based on fear, scarcity, and lack? Or is it based on abundance, faith, and understanding? It takes courage to admit this to yourself. This is why Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich writes, open-mindedness is essential to belief. You won't believe that you can change the way that you think if you're not even open-minded enough to question the way that you think. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. You have to be open-minded enough to ask yourself these questions and be honest. You have to be open-minded enough. A person who is closed-minded, who is closed-minded, they're not going to inspire any faith. That's not how they're going to think. They're not going to have any courage to step outside their comfort zone, and they're not going to believe. And remember, the saying goes, your belief will create the fact. So, I always make it known throughout these podcasts or this show, that my job is not to convince you of anything. That's not my job. My job is just to share information in a very simple, practical, intelligent way so you can get it and you make your own choices. Because I can't change your belief system. If you believe what I'm saying doesn't work, if you believe it's difficult and hard, that's true for you. It just so happens that's not the way I think. I don't think like that. How I love thinking is telling myself things are easy. I'm getting better. Things are getting better. I'm learning more. I'm understanding this more. That's how I think about this. So the process for me feels easy. It feels simple. doesn't feel overwhelming. Because that's how, that's what I say. That's what I'm telling myself. So the first step to changing your fundamental way of thinking is you got to look at how you think in the first place. You do. This is why I brought up the story of my wife and the other business owner. We know... Listen, it doesn't take a coach, a mindset coach, a life coach, a rocket scientist. It doesn't take... The average person can see this if they just were to take a step back and observe a person's behavior. Look at their body language. Look at their facial expressions. How much enthusiasm do they really have about what they're doing? What's their initial reaction to things? When something goes against them or something goes wrong or things don't work out, how do they respond? How do you respond? Do you lose your faith all of a sudden and go back to fear, scarcity, and lack? Or are you a person that doubles down on your faith and understanding? And you tell yourself, well, things are working out anyway. So I recommend that if you're a person who really wants to learn how to think, that you get yourself one of these books and you choose one of these paragraphs and you go over it and over it and over it again. Now let me continue to read this next part. All transformation is based upon suggestion. And this can work only where you lay yourself completely open to an influence. All transformation is based upon suggestion. I'm suggesting new ideas to you every single day. Every time you come to listen to me, every time you watch the podcast, if you're a client of mine, when we do our study sessions and our coaching calls, I'm constantly suggesting positive ideas to you. I'm sending positive information your way. Your job is to be open minded enough to accept it because a closed mind will immediately reject positive ideas. So you have to lay yourself open. You have to be open-minded enough to accept these new ideas that are being suggested to you. And this is why he writes, you must abandon yourself to your goal as a woman would abandon herself to love. For complete abandonment of yourself is the way to you unionizing with your goal, becoming one with it. It's almost like killing off this old way that you used to think. I was just on a call this morning and we were talking about, you know, uh, how life used to be. You know, I the, how I feel today is it, it's as if I've been given a second life. My time growing up as a child and then graduating and going off to the military that was an entirely different life for me. I am not the same person. I'm really not. And everybody that knew me from that life, they, always, they never forget to remind me of how different I am. Why? Well, It goes back to what I read to you. To be transformed, your fundamental way of thinking must change. But your way of thinking cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. All transformation, your transformation, begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. You see, I got new ideas. I got new ideas. Not only did I get those new ideas, I started having a burning desire to do something about it. And through a a timeline, through a process, through repetition, through commitment, my life transformed over the years my belief system changed, the way I see the world changes, the way I see myself changed. It can happen to anyone who does what. They get new ideas and they have a burning desire to change their life. It's really that simple. It's not something that's complicated. If you feel like this is complicated, then maybe you're not really getting the right information. That might be true. Or maybe you're getting the right information, but maybe you just don't understand how to organize that information into a simple plan of action and apply that plan of action towards a definite end. That might be what's going on, which is why I've made the commitment on every single podcast to give you at least one practical step that you can be taking because the knowledge doesn't mean anything if you're not applying it. You see, everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. What dictates your attitude towards yourself? Your thoughts. How do you think? Again, fear, scarcity, and lack, that's your attitude towards yourself. Fear, scarcity, and lack is why you hold yourself back from being the person you know you can be, the person you're supposed to be, the person you already are. Everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. When I hear people say things like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. They got a poor attitude. Well, that didn't work out last time for me. I don't think I'm experienced enough. I'm not smart enough. And a lot of times you don't say this out loud. This is what you're telling yourself you know, in the shower. This is what you're telling yourself when you're going throughout your day. It's that voice in your head that that keeps playing over and over and over like a broken record. And because we don't know any better, we were not taught how to think, we were not taught how to get in control of our mind, we weren't even taught about the mind. What's the natural thing that you do? You believe these thoughts. And because you believe them, that means you internalize them. And that's who you become. That's why I said in the beginning, everybody's really saying the same thing here. We become what we think about. It's the thoughts that you internalize, the thoughts you get emotion involved with, the thoughts that you permit to dominate your mind day in and day out is who you become. And the reason why this happens to all of us is because this is not what we are taught from a young age. We are taught generalized knowledge. Some of of it's good. We need to know math, of course. I don't think we need to know the degrees of a triangle. I don't think we really need to know calculus. But I know we need to know what one plus one is. I understand that. So they spend all this time cramming generalized knowledge down a child's throat. And none of it is really going to teach the child how to think for themselves. And furthermore, I don't think the government should be responsible for that anyway. That should be happening in the home. That should be happening with the mom and the and the dad, the mother and the father. But what's the problem there? A lot of kids today don't grow up with both of their parents. They only grow up with one. And usually that one parent is doing what? Working all day long. So our children today are not really being set up for success. I'm not saying across the board that's happening, but I would definitely agree to the fact that a large percentage of the population, this is the reality. So what do you do about it if you are a parent? What do you do about it if you want to become a parent one day? You got to start changing the way that you think so you can give that to your child. How can you give something to someone that you don't have? And this is why I always say our parents, they did the best that they could. Our grandparents, they did the best that they could. They didn't have this information. If they did, they would have taught you. They did not have this information. Even if they had it, more than likely they didn't understand it. And again, that's nobody's fault. It's reality. It just is. It's not good or bad. But what is good about saying all that is you're here today and you can do something about it. You can break the cycle of ignorance. You can, but it starts with you on an individual level looking in the mirror and saying, hey, how do you think as a person? How have you been trained to think? What were you told to think? Excuse me. What is your belief system? Because I can tell you, 90% of it is not what you decided. Someone did that for you. I can go on a tangent for the rest of today until my laptop dies or until you guys get bored and leave, but I can talk about this for the rest of the day. That before we get into all this stuff that is a talking point in our society, whether it's politics, whether it's race, whether it's religion, Doesn't matter what it is. Before we can even have conversations about any of that, the true conversation that we should be having is how have you been programmed? How have you been told to think? What belief system was passed down to you? You don't practice the religion you do because you consciously made a decision for that. The average person, that's not the case. They practice the religion because that's what their parents practice. They eat the foods that they eat because that's what their parents fed them. They dress the way that they do because that's their culture. That's not because they decided to do that. For the average person, generally speaking, this is the case. And we have to have that conversation because all this other stuff is a side effect. The root cause is is how you've been programmed. It's how you've been told what to think. It's how you've been led to believe how the world is. All that controls your perception of the world. Again, you came into this world a blank slate as a baby. And as soon as you came out of the womb, what did you do? You started soaking up all of the information. A baby, and I've read this, these are the studies... That is at the point where their brain and their ability to learn is at its highest peak. As an adult, you're not at the highest peak anymore. That was when you were a baby. Because the baby's one goal as soon as they're born is to do what? They got to start walking. They got to start eating. They got to start being able to grow on their own. They got to start doing things on their own. They have to become independent with these basic fundamental things that we do every day. Like putting on our clothes, putting on our shoes, brushing our teeth, eating food, All of these are habits, by the way. These are all things that have been programmed into us. We don't naturally do this. We do it because our parents were teaching us to do it. So as a baby from zero up to seven years old, maybe six years old, depends on who you talk to, you're being programmed. This is why a baby... A person who wants to speak 10 different languages, their best bet would be to learn it when they are a baby. Doesn't mean as an adult you can do it because there's people that definitely do. But this is why you can teach a child four different languages and at the age of four, five, or six, they speak them all fluently. They have no issue. Why? Because their subconscious mind is wide open during that phase. They have no reason to reject. Right now at your age, you have a reason to reject. You have a conscious mind. You have life experience. And some of those experiences are negative. And because you haven't dealt with those experiences properly, you already have a skewed negative perception of the world. This is why they say people don't change. It's just a lazy way of saying that people do change. It's just that they don't know how, and so they don't. And this is why I'm reading to Today, if you're going to change, you got to change your fundamental way of thinking. And in order to do that, you got to have an intense, burning desire to do so in the first place. You got to be dissatisfied with the way you've been living your life. You got to be dissatisfied with the results you've been getting because you know you can be better, you could do better, you can have better. You know that. And we're only given one shot at this life as we know it. So we might as well make the most of it. So, everything depends on your attitude towards yourself. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself can never be realized by you. For that attitude alone is the prerequisite for you to achieve the goals that you have in your life. Let's read that again. That which you will not affirm as true of yourself. This is why you have to change your fundamental way of thinking. This is, again, I told the story. There are people out there who, when they think about themselves, they think lack. They think that they're not worthy. They think they can't do it. They think it's a struggle for them. So they're not affirming that it's easy. They're not affirming that they can do it. They're not affirming that they're worthy. And because they have that attitude about themselves... They're missing the prerequisite to achieving success. They're not thinking like that person. They don't have the attitude of that person. That's what's going on. Every day that I do this, I realize the best thing I can do for you guys is make this as simple as possible, repeat myself a thousand different times in a thousand different ways, and encourage you to truly apply this. Because that is where the change is going to occur. Because no matter how many times I come on here and I say the same thing, I really believe you're only going to believe it when you start to apply it. And you experience this for yourself. That's like the last domino. When you start to realize that you do have the power to control what you think about, that you do have the power to get in control of yourself and not allow people or situations to dominate your mind and your emotions. When you truly realize that, you're an, you now are an empowered person. You're mastering yourself at that point. That's what mindset is all about. In order to do that, you have to change your fundamental way of thinking. And you got to have a burning desire to do that. You got to be open minded enough to question your way of thinking. This is the first step. You got to question the way that you think, which is why, in some respects, could be looked at as the most challenging step of success is challenging the way that you think, is challenging your belief system. Because what happens? Up to this point, I'm sure you have a collection of friends or a friend family members that think just like you do. And when you go to change, that may cause some resistance from those individuals. And the reason why that is happening because you're ready to change, but maybe they're not. So they're going to do what they naturally are going to do, which is to push back. Why? Because they're ignorant. They don't know any better. They don't understand. They're not ready for change. And guess what? You shouldn't be living your life based on whether other people are ready or even if you're ready. You should be living your, ba- your life based on, okay, what am I doing today to move in the direction of what I want? Here's the other thing, too. I don't, it doesn't matter whether you agree with me or disagree with me. That really is not important. You know what's important is this are the ideas that I'm communicating with you on this podcast will these ideas help you get to where you want to go in life will these ideas improve your life if the answer is yes maybe you want to put some more thought into this that's why I said this is not trying to tell you what to think this is we're here to help you learn how to think A principle to doing that is to look at every opportunity as neutral and say, hey, will this opportunity help you get to where you want to go? Will this new idea help you get to where you want to go? If the answer is yes, what are we talking about? However, what happens with people? They overthink it. They think they have to... You know, get all the information first. When it comes to making a decision in your life to change, the only thing that is required is for you to know that you want to change. That's it. If you truly want to change, then you got everything you need. All the other stuff will show up uh, as you need it. So what is what is a practical thing that you can be doing? What is a practical thing that you can be doing to change your fundamental way of thinking? One, you can commit to studying every day. Every day, you're going to commit yourself to opening up one book, going to one page, And reading one paragraph every day, the same paragraph for the record. Just reread it every day. That's gonna take you less than two minutes. And just sit there and say, hey, you know what? How can I apply this today? Let's think about it. I'll give you the paragraph I'm currently reading every day, Uh, I have it in my book holder. So the book automatically opens to that point. It says the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of, of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want, you will not be it. If it does not feel natural for you to get a better job, you will not get a better job. Now, I've read this this year since the end of January. I've been reading that same paragraph over and over and over again. And I understand this differently than I did in the beginning of the year. I understand that if I'm going to get what I want out of life, I need to become that person. I need to feel the way that person would feel. Which means I need to do things that person would be doing. That means I need to back up my vision, my goal, my belief with action. I can't just say I'm going to do this. I can't just say I have this vision. I can't just say I have this goal. I got to be it. I got to show up. And this is why I have this podcast today. If I'm going to be a person who is recognized as a world-class coach, speaker, and mentor, someone who... When people come into contact with them, their life is better. Well, how is that going to happen? I got to feel like that person. I need to do things that person would do. That person shows up every day. That person gives without expecting anything in return. That's why every time I do these podcast episodes, I give you everything that I have. I don't expect anything in return. I'm not looking at the numbers to see how many people are watching. I'm not looking at the uh my my bank my my banking account to see how many people signed up for my uh services My intention and my expectation is when I do this that this helps at least one person out there change their life It makes at least one person out there leave today's show and thinking like man oh, man i I gotta do this DeVore, he's right. I I can do this. I'm going to start thinking this way. So it's not enough for you to say you know this. It's not enough for you to say, oh, yeah, I read that book. It's not enough to say, why listen to audiobooks every day? It's not enough to say you go to church on Sundays. It's not enough for you to say that you pray. You know what's enough? When you become it. When your behavior shows that you believe, when your behavior shows that you are applying what you're learning, when you go to church on Sundays, you get the knowledge you need to live a better life. But how many of you guys apply it? This is the issue in personal development, if there is one, is the application in every aspect of your life, it's always going to come down to the same principle. Are you applying what you know? Are you applying it? Do you understand it? Do you believe in it? Do you have faith with it? The reality is we're not always going to do that. There's going to be a gap between what we know and what we do. Where we need to reconcile all this is to figure out, okay, where am I at? Where am I today? Where are you today? Where is it that you want to go? And so where is the gap that you need to close to get there? Does the gap you need to close to start applying what you've been learning at church? Is your gap to close what you've been learning about relationships? Is your gap to close what you know about health already? To start doing it? The one thing that's going to influence your ability to do this is the way that you fundamentally think. If you think from a place of fierce, or fear, scarcity, and lack, your behavior is not going to change. It doesn't matter how many church services you go to. doesn't matter how many books you read. doesn't matter how many times you come on here and listen to my podcast. If you do not change the way you fundamentally think, you'll keep doing the same thing. It's a habit. This is why it is so crucial for you to learn how to think for yourself. How to get in control of your mindset. Because that's the root cause of it all. Your way of doing things is a direct result of the way that you think about things. If you can start thinking from a place of abundance, faith, and understanding, you're more likely to apply the ideas that you get. The ideas from church, the ideas from your colleagues that are positive, ideas from mentors or people you look up to, ideas that you've been reading in the books, you're more likely to apply that when you're operating from a place of abundance, faith, and understanding. So the practical thing that you could be doing is committing yourself to study every day just one idea, one idea. That's the practical thing that I've done this year. Doesn't cost me any time. Didn't cost me any money. I read this every day. I have a book holder where it's located. I see it every day. And I read this more than once a day because not only do I do this podcast, but I have my uh, coaching calls. I have my study sessions with my clients. I just, we go over the same ideas. So, that is a practical thing that you can do. It doesn't take any more of your time. It really doesn't. You'd be shocked when you start to understand things. That's really the secret, in a sense, is when you start to have understanding, your responses to what's happening in your life will change. They will shift automatically. When you start understanding that the problem and the solution is inside of you, it's not out there, It's not out there. That's going to make you feel empowered to do things in a different way. When you start to realize and understand that you possess the power to choose how you want to think. You do. And um, that's really what it is. That's really what it is. So I think it's a great time to Get into questions. See what is on your guys' mind. See what you guys have been thinking about as it pertains to what we discussed today. Let me make sure. All right. Let me go over to the YouTubes and see what comments we got. Into questions. All right. All right. One of my biggest issues that's blocking my blessings is feeling insecure about my worth and value. And here's where it is here's where understanding comes into play. You're saying that your biggest issue in life is that your blessings are being blocked. You're blessed every single day, even when you're not listening to what I'm saying. Even when you go against everything that has been said today, you're still waking up morning and you have a life. You still are able to breathe. You can see, you can smell, you can taste, you can touch. If that's not a blessing, then what is? Yeah, and this is what it is, guys. Um, Because I'm just responding to this comment. It says, sometimes when I'm around people who know my weakness, I tend to feel insecure and panic. Here's the problem. The problem is you're too focused on yourself. You got to get out of your head. The secret to having a great conversation with anybody, to speaking in public, and to stop the anxiety socially, is to get out of your head and stop focusing on you and focus on other people. Focus on how you're going to help them get what they want. Focus on understanding who they are. If you were to place your attention on that, you wouldn't feel so anxious. You wouldn't have these issues. And it really doesn't matter what people think anyway. Um, so what doesn't matter if they know your weakness? What does that have to do with you, exactly? All right, let's see. We'll keep moving. It says my brother served in Desert Storm. He is still alive. Absolutely, uh, that's really good. Grateful. Let him know. Let them know that you're you're grateful. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, they don't teach you these things in school and they want to keep us down so we have to learn on our own. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Be ye be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's right. All right so here's a good one um, I don't know how to say your username pillow freeze something like that. That's where I am right now. I want to sell my house but my sister is renting it and don't want to leave her without a place to stay so here's where it goes back to abundance, faith and understanding so let's let's go through those three words here abundance. You have to understand, and she's gonna have to understand too, that there are or there is an abundance of places for her to rent. Now, if she does not think that way, she won't find it. She won't find it. Number two, she's gotta have the faith that things are going to work out, that she's not gonna be homeless. That as soon as the opportunity she needs to get into the home that she will need to get into, it will present itself. She doesn't need to force it. And uh understanding. Well, we have to understand that you're the owner of the home. You have your vision, you have your goal. Does she have her vision? Does she have a goal? Does she know what she's doing? So we should never feel guilty when someone is living in ignorance. That's not our fault. Even the closest people to the side of us, we can try to tell them, but if they're not open-minded to listen, that's not our responsibility. That's not our pain, our frustration. That's theirs. And that does not mean you're cutthroat. That doesn't mean you don't love your sister. That's why I say understanding. It doesn't mean any of that. Um, But also... What could you do? What can you do? That's a great question. What can you do about this? Can you guys both sit down and develop a plan where you still sell the home and she finds a place to stay? Maybe you guys come up with a 90-day plan or a six-month plan. Hey, in the next six months, we're going to sell this home. I'll help you look for places. I'll help you budget your money properly. You know, we could work together. There's always a way. Always. All things are possible for the person who believes. Never forget that. I appreciate you so much. I'm in such a better place mentally. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Before age seven to learn a second language. Uh, yeah, normally Norman says I've been tuning into you and I realized that my mindset is changing. Exactly. Can you post on your page? I love the message from it. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the one and, um, I assume you're talking about the, uh, power of awareness, right? Someone asked me, are you a Capricorn? I definitely am not. <laughs> I am not close to that. That's for sure. <laughs> I w- Why don't you guys guess what my sign is? Because usually when I say that, nobody gets it right. Miss <laughs> underscore Michelle, too, says, my family doesn't include me in anything but I love being around them yeah Michelle you know you get to make this what it is you can make that a big deal or you can make it a no deal it's up to you you make it what it is you can make this out to be a bad thing or you can make it out to be a good thing you know doesn't have to be anything bigger than what it really is everything just is it's our thinking that makes it so right it's our thinking that makes something good or bad so practicing affirming and taking action is the key to begin shifting your reality expand please Well, it's very simple. For every action in the universe, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So for the person who is not taking action, they're lazy. They don't go the extra mile. They take shortcuts in their life. They have no faith. What action are they sending out? What energy are they sending out? Negativity. So what do they get back? They don't get opportunities. They don't get what they would call breaks. They don't have any luck is because the energy you bring to your life is what you're going to get back. It's that simple. So the thoughts that you're thinking constantly, these thoughts are energy. And they have to pass through your subconscious mind. And once they do, that's the energy you're sending out. So it's really, it's really that simple. And that's why your reality will match your way of thinking. In every city, for the most part, there's a multimillionaire living in that city. In some cities there's thousands of them. Right around the corner. You wouldn't even know it. What's the difference? It's how they think. That's the difference. Not saying that you want to be one, but it's to point the picture, it's to paint the picture that it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter your religion. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter your skin color. It's all about how you think. Oh, the one I read every day. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Thank you. Uh, Someone put a Sagittarius. Nope. Aquarius. Nope. A Virgo. Nope. A Gemini. Nope. A Leo? Nope. A Taurus? Nope. I am a Pisces, guys, according to the book. What does that even mean, right? I am a Pisces. All right. Let's see here. Okay, we got a question on YouTube. It says... What do you mean when you say feeling? Like the feeling is the answer. Why does a feeling matter? All right, well, let me visually show you guys. This is called the stick person concept. This is something that Bob Proctor used in majority of his teachings to teach people how their mind works. Now, he did not create this image. It actually was created by a gentleman by the name of Dr. Thurman Fleet. And it really doesn't matter how it was created. And it doesn't matter who's used it. This is what matters. Is this big circle right here is your mind. This is your mind right here. And this top half of your mind uh, is where you think. And this bottom half is where your emotions are located. And then this smaller circle is your body. So this is why when you move into action or you make a decision, it must pass through your emotional mind for your behavior to express what you were thinking about. The thought has to turn into a feeling. So this is why I say, just because you think about what we've been saying today, it doesn't mean anything if you don't get emotional about it. This is why they say a burning desire. Desire is in the subconscious mind. Desire is in the emotional part of your mind, mind, not the thinking part of your mind. So it's, it's like this. What you're thinking all the time for the people on TikTok, excuse me, there you go. What you're thinking about all the time, what you're thinking about all the time that you start to internalize, meaning it goes into your subconscious mind where the emotions are located, will then express themselves through your body, which leads to your behavior and the actions that you're taking. So when you look at these antennas, These antennas are representing your physical senses, what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. So if you see negativity and don't choose to think about it in the proper way, what you see will control the way that you think, which controls the way that you feel, which controls your body and the behavior, your actions. That's why feeling is the secret. If you change the way you feel, you're going to change the way that you behave. You're going to change your body language, your facial expressions. You're going to change the energy that people get from you. When you walk into the room, you walk into your office at work, you walk, you you get home, you know where people are at based on the feeling that you're picking up from them. It's what they're dominantly thinking about. So... That's one of the best ways to explain that. So that's why the feeling is everything. Your emotions are located in your subconscious mind, not your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is where all the knowledge, information, and your thoughts are located, not your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the execution part of it all. It's the emotional part. It's This is why we've been saying all, all this time. It's how you think that, that influences everything. If you're thinking from a place of abundance, how will you feel? You will feel, you will feel eager, enthusiastic, optimistic. You, you will feel, which the scientific word is, you're in a high vibration. When you feel good, you're in a high vibration. When you're experiencing that emotion of love and joy and gratitude and faith, you're in a high vibration. That causes you to do what? Act in a high vibration take positive actions. You're moving at a different speed. Your body language is different. You walk a little different. You have a little pep in your step. But when you're thinking negatively about something, repeatedly, it goes into the subconscious mind, turns into the negative emotion, which could be anger, it could be fear, it could be um, resentment, anything like that. Well, once that gets to your body, it has to express itself through your body well, what happens? Your shoulders are a little slumped. You're moving a little slower. You no longer have a pep in your step. In fact, you feel tense, uptight. You slow down. This is why everybody is telling you, you have to change the way that you think. This is why we've heard it time and time again, you become what you think about. That's why. That's it. All right, let's see. We need to start taking the action steps, practicing the knowledge that's inside. Exactly. See, I love that. Thank you. To change the way you feel, you have to change the way that you think. Bingo. That's it. That's what it's going to take. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to end it here at 11.11. 11. I want to say how grateful I am to be here every day to do this with you. This has been Devori Darkens Live, a podcast that is dedicated to helping you get what you want out of life. And we do that by teaching you how to think, discovering your purpose, reprogramming your subconscious mind. So you can go back and re-watch this on our YouTube channel. You can go back and re-listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon Podcasts. Absolutely. If you did get value from this uh, this podcast today and you haven't hit the like button yet or people on TikTok, you haven't double tapped the screen, what are you doing? You know why people ask for likes? Do you know why that's happening? It's not just me. Do you know why a creator or a host of a podcast will ask you to do this? It doesn't pay us any more money, by the way. What it does is it tells the algorithm that people are engaging on this, that people find an interest in this. So if you found value or you were interested in this, the best thing to do to support this show is to hit the like button every single time. That's the best thing you can ever do. Because that tells the algorithm that people are watching and listening. And lastly, this has been sponsored uh, by the Purpose Conscious University. Yes, this is my company. Uh, yes, this is what I do. And we do have an upcoming workshop where we're going to be teaching people how to dissolve their deepest limiting beliefs. This workshop is happening November 17th, which is next Thursday. And if you want more information about that, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and our YouTube description here. All right, guys. Love you. Have a great weekend. Tell those veterans how thankful and grateful you are for them. And I will see you guys next week. Take care, everyone.